Gate 14 podcast episode 100. And tomorrow is a massive, or if you're listening to this, it's a massive day in Gate 14 history because my life is on the line here. My credibility, my ass is on the table, my balls are on the table. Before we go into that, Avery, how are you, man? How are you doing? I mean, how's it been good this week, to say the least? No, hasn't been good. And again, I I hate the midday games because I'm doing shit at work. Like, I kind of watch on the side, but it's not as much as you'd like, obviously. Uh, yeah, and you lose to the O's again. So, pretty bad. Pretty bad week baseball-wise. Good week for the podcast, though. Great week for the podcast. 100 Great episodes. 100, uh, 100 episodes is a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. We've spent a lot lot of time doing this. We have. That's a lot. And just talking. And honestly, we've done more than 100 because we've done like these little side episodes that we didn't name, like episode whatever, when we do like bonus episodes, like the bar show thing, all that type of stuff. So it has been way more than that. But and I was alluding to this earlier in the conversation. My ass is on the line tomorrow. Uh, My ass is in the jackpot. For those of you that don't know, I'm assuming everyone knows, I tweeted that Spencer Horowitz, Horny for Horowitz, the Jewish Jeter, has been called up uh, to the Toronto Blue Jays. And let me tell you something. I just did this. I got a DM. I just did it with no background check, no anything. So he's not in the lineup tonight for Buffalo Avery. So that's a positive thing on my side. But I'm uh, almost 100% positive that I just broke news the first time in Gate 14 history. So, and then you, first of all, you won't tell me who told you, um, which is good. You keep it like that's, if you're going to be Johnny Scoops, you can't be telling me that shit. Yeah. That's good. Um, And two, you messaged me back saying, I'm going to be pissed if people don't credit you. Not a single person on the internet will. Well, okay. But see, this is the thing though. I'm actually, and if, if this is the true circle, I don't want anyone to credit me because I just want gate 14 nation to be like, no, 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 no. Per Johnny Jude to first <laughs> under all the tweets. Cause that's going to be the funny thing. Cause it won't be per you. It'll be per the team. Like the actual team will say that. Well, he's <laughs> yeah. Well, I broke it before the Toronto blue Jays. So did I just one up my team that I one up my hero? Some may say, yeah, sure. But I really hope if you're listening to this podcast, that Spencer Horowitz has been called up by the Toronto blue. Who's going to get sent down. It'll probably be like Ernie Clement or like Nathan Lucas, something like that. True. I don't even know yeah. who's up anymore. Exactly. So, yeah. So there's just a couple things that, that that's one thing that I had to get off the table because I, I wrote it down. So I'm organized this time. Another thing is, is a content or is the actually, sorry, we'll do the TSN thing first. <laughs> um, okay. So I went on a rant um, on Bell Media saying they're scumbags for just laying people off 15 minutes for their show. And making them make a decision, they have forty eight hours to make a decision that's going to affect their lives. What I do the all that. They'd make. They had to like make. like a severance package or something along those lines. Like they have to figure out like the logistics of that type of stuff. So I tweeted that that video fucking went bonkers. Like, and everyone's agreeing with me, rightfully so. There's then there's a couple of the burner accounts that I didn't really pay attention to, but then I get a DM from this guy who I'm not going to say who it was. Obviously, I'm not throw him under the bus because I'm a class act. He was like. Um, hey man, do you want to come on TSN radio tomorrow at 3 30? I was like, What? Yeah, I get like I guess. And then he was like, All right, man, yeah, just send me your number. So a couple hours after I sent him my number, I get a phone call from him, and he's like shaking. Like he's like, you could tell this guy just like got either ripped apart, or someone just said, Are you fucking stupid? You invited that four-eyed freak on the radio. 
And the guy, and he was pretty much like, um, no, you like, I can't have you on. We can't have you on tomorrow. Uh, we're going to have to push it, reschedule it for a couple of weeks. So I was just like, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. He's like, and by the way, can you delete that tweet? And I on the phone, I didn't, like, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. He's like, can you delete the tweet as well? On the phone, I was like, I don't know if I could do that, but I will announce that I won't be on there. I promise. And it, it, right when he heard that, probably he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll announce I won't be on the show tomorrow. Don't you worry. He asked me to delete the tweet. He's like, oh, I don't. And this is why I think he said it to cover his ass. He was like, oh, I don't want uh, people to be confused that you're going to be on tomorrow. Like, dude, like, relax. All right. I got this. Don't worry. I'll announce that I won't be on the show. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a crazy sequence of events. Cause I texted it to you originally. And then like, I texted it to you way after I announced it. And then you were like, wait, so no radio anymore. Like, what was your thought process? Cause obviously you saw my video and then you saw them invite me. Did you think I was going to get duped? Like I might be with this Horowitz news. Um, no, I, people, we had the group chat of some of our close buddies who were chirping you and thought it was bad that you weren't going on. I was just like, I, I, thought what you said was true so <laughs> it's tough for you to chirp their whole company and then their producer reach out within the hour most likely to try and get you on the airwaves of the company you just be of said company but yeah. this is yeah like i don't think anything i said in that video was wrong i think there's different ways to approach it obviously um of laying people off i guess there's never the right way but Doing it, like making people go into work and then just the show is done. Like there's just no, there's no, like there's, it's a 15 minute, you're in, you're out, you're done. That's it. Get the it's fuck a, out, it's Packers. It's a huge shit. company. They don't give a fuck about the little guy. They never I know, that's have. what I'm saying. That's they why we do this podcast. They never will. They don't care about your local radio that the locals love to listen to. And it's hard to tap into local radio from national media. It's like, you can't be doing a TSN 1050 show in Toronto talking about what's going on in Winnipeg. You just... You, you don't fucking know. Yeah. So it's tough to see those uh, little radio stations go away, but it's the way media's gone. Everyone knows that. They're they're going away from old print. They're going away from uh, And radio. some may argue we're the reason why, like we might be playing a reason why, because just we're two idiots that are putting up numbers that are just fucking, I don't know, maybe. I, maybe we're the reason for that. But Yeah, I, we, I, make, I, and we make no money. So it's just well, like, I know, but what I'm saying is, is like the growth of it. We make, we make, like people, we make money. We make money. Let's not sell ourselves short here. All right. I mean, my bank account has lost money. Garrett. I, yeah, I can send you. I also, you know, what? fuck it. I'll just send you money. But uh, no, I don't. But I was going to say is this. I didn't do anything wrong. I don't think looking back on it, I was I, I usually I have pretty bad. I brought bad anxiety with stuff that like really, really blows up. But um, I don't think what I said was wrong. I don't take it back. I think they're pieces of shit. And I and one guy that I have talked about, I got a hundred DMs about Darren Drager. So I'm gonna go into the Darren Drager story. That's why okay? we have a ton of listener questions at the end today. Some real, we got some really good ones, and we'll go into some uh, Gate 14 history again, but like in a different, okay, a different way. So that's fine. Yeah. yeah so there's a lot of a lot of questions, um, <laughs> but they're they're different than some of the others. So going into the Darren Drager story, um, so was, I was, that was a ricochet shot heard around the world for people who don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is the story. So I was working at TSN. I, I was working the early, early shift. So I, I would like have to leave my house in Milton at 4 a.m. Okay. When, when was this? Like before COVID, literally yeah. two months before COVID. I was working at TSN. I was an intern there uh, for TSN radio. I was like the 
how do I say this? It's like the uh, the student became the teacher, or better than the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was working there, and um, yeah, so I was just like doing like legit stuff. I was cutting clips. I was talking to guests. I was doing all that type of stuff. And one day it was like six o'clock in the morning. I'm pissed because I'm I'm there so fucking early. I'm leaving Milton at four a.m. And this rat weasel, Darren Dreger's there, looks at me, has no idea what my name is. Doesn't give a fuck about me, obviously. Just this piece of shit. Doesn't even look me in the eyes. He said, hey, can you fetch me a coffee? I said, I, in my mind, I was like, what did you just say? Fetch, what am I, a fucking dog? Fetch you a coffee? There's Tim Horns in there, obviously. He said, can you fetch me a coffee? I paid for the fucking coffee on my debit, and he didn't give me a he couldn't have even given me a fucking toonie. He he just thought it was, oh, it's on the company card. Fuck you, Darren Dreger. You bum. Can you fetch me was a that coffee? that the only instance he was like a dickhead? No, but like he would just, and like usually, and okay, yeah. Then after that, obviously, I had the coffee, but he was on air, right? So we're told don't go on the stage when they're on air. Like don't go on the radio when they're on air. And I'm sitting in the back. And he just keeps complaining. He's like, where's my coffee? He's saying this on air. And I'm back there. I'm like, I have your coffee. Like, when you talk, I have your coffee. I need to get this clip. He's like, where's my coffee? So I have to walk around. I walk in. I don't walk into the shot. He, like, slides his chair. I hand him the coffee. No thank you. No fucking this. No that. Just grabs the coffee. Goes right back to the desk. Like, the piece of shit that he is. That's what Darren Dreger did to me. So, go fetch me a coffee. I mean, I was looking, I was like, I'm better than you at this shit, you little insider rat. I'm better than you at this shit, all right? And I'm back there cutting clips of you interviewing Bob McKenzie for the 30th time this week, because that's all they interview. They just interview the same people yeah. every day on morning radio. It's the same people. It's like, their, it's like their owner's box with how many limited people they get on the air every time. And I was just cutting it and cutting and cutting it and like cutting these good clips, sending it to them, like being like, this is him talking about this, this, this. I was doing a good job didn't get a nothing from this clown and yeah so that's the darren Drager store i hate him i really um, hate so darren if you Drager. saw darren Drager at like an event say maybe you were speaking at the event that's how big this thing got um would you tell Drager to go fetch you a coffee like in your mom I, I would i would subtly hint at it yeah. i was like hey like like in goodfellas where he says hey shoe boy go shine my shoes and he said i don't i don't do that anymore i don't i'm not a shoe shiner anymore and then he obviously something he says is obviously very out of pocket that I can't say on the airwaves after that. But then he kills a guy. I'm not going to obviously kill Darren Dreger, but I need that instance where Darren Dreger looks at me. He's like, oh, it's coffee, bitch. And I'm going to go, Darren, I'm not coffee, bitch, no more. <laughs> like in fucking good fellas. But yeah, um, yeah, that's a story of me and Dreg. So it's not a great relationship, some may argue. Uh, no, it's, it's really not. A, it's a one The rest side. of the guys there were awesome. Like I worked primarily on first up with like Carlo Koliakovo and Aaron Karolnik and they're awesome. Um you think Carlo but, remembers who you are? No, he was kind of a like Carlo Koliakovo and I chirped him I chirp a lot I chirp him a lot on this for Twitter. He is the most fair weather fan I've ever met in my life. Like four years ago when I was an intern there, he was a Bengals fan. There's a picture of him in a Chiefs jersey like three weeks after that. And now he's the biggest Bills fan on the planet. Yeah. It's just like I he pisses me off with that stuff, and he pisses off the other host with that type of stuff too. So yeah, it's uh, there's just it's a weird industry where it's like an old boys club where they all are entitled former hockey players or stuff like that. And I'm looking at him like 
I could do this so much. Obviously, not to be cocky, but this is cocky. I could do this so much fucking better than you. The only reason why you're here is because you're you used to play pro sports. You're you're a bum. That's but the that, uh, that's the Zoob's way, man. I heard him say that too. Yeah, Zoob's forever. But uh, yeah, next week. Next week, by the way, we got a big week. It's uh, oh Jocks God. at the Jock Night. Jock, Jock Night at the Rogers Center. There won't be a Friday beers next week. It's going to be me, Doctor Internet, YJ, Zoob's, Avery, Spencer. It's going to be, we got a crew rolling deep next Friday for uh jock night at the, at the park, but uh, let's go into the, let's go into the review, Avery. So if, if you haven't watched the notebook and you're listening right now, fast forward, I want to say five to 10 minutes, maybe 10. Cause this is just this, this movie is just so much to talk about. Avery, you have the floor. I want to know. And do you agree now? And do you understand now why I love this movie so much? Okay. So first of all, Good start to the movie. I didn't know it was like a 50s or whatever time. That's what makes it better, though, no? It makes it a little bit better. Yeah, it makes it makes the love seem more real. I would. Yes, I would suggest Um, nice little shocking start to it, you know, on the Ferris wheel pants pulled down. But that's just how it was. I kind of think of you like Noah, like the way you'd go after that and just not take no for an answer. So that's, well, that, that sounds big... fucked up, but no, no, I mean, he was hanging from a Ferris wheel. It's not. No, I would definitely do that. And that's yeah. that's and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'd be generally lying. I'd be genuinely lying if I haven't used a lot of notebook lines uh, <laughs> when trying to talk to women. Um, Yeah, that's he, him and I are similar. Not looks aspect. Maybe me and no. the, me and the character know are very similar in aspects of like good guys, sensitive guys that are caring. <laughs> OK, yeah. So then. Meets this girl, Allie. That's her name, right? Yes, Allie. Allie Hamilton. So they, summer fling. I thought this was over a way longer period of time over than just a summer. Yeah. They they fall hard in love, man. They're. Oh, do they ever? They're in love. They're perfect for each other, these two. And it's nice to see, man. It's like, you know, one day I want something like that. Don't we all, brother? Don't we all? So it keeps going on. And then. We get to the part where the rich family gets involved. And I, that's not my family. So I don't know what that's like. Yeah. But, you know, Noah's a hard worker at the mill or whatever he does, lumber. And then this girl's just made of money and her, they're having a, a party out front. Everyone's wearing white. Clan rally. Like, yeah, literally, all- literally a clan rally. Yeah. And he's just wearing, raggedy fit and they chirp him for making 18 cents an hour or whatever and he says it's good money he doesn't need much and then finally the dad looks like stalin as well like yes the worst i hate i i hate i hate that dad so much yeah well it's the mom who's the bitch yes the well the mom's the worst too so it keeps going on man i i thoroughly enjoyed myself i was playing the show while watching but i was like i was glued to it i was like taking strikes because i wanted to see what was going on and then they they do the breakup and then she leaves town the parents kick her out and then you're devastated and then the mom pulls the worst move of all time this guy noah writes 365 letters every fucking day to this woman and the mom steals every single that's fucked who does it, avery you you don't understand. This is something that has affected me for years. I, every single time I watch that movie, I almost skip the fucking part where the mom hides the letters from Allie Hamilton because yeah. I'm like, 
what are you doing? You are a terrible human being. But that's that's love, brother. But then so then life goes on. They find other people, I guess, and he rebe- rebuilds his house that they were going to bang in for the first time, right? That's, yes. And they don't end up getting it on, but it's an old shack. And then he his new thing. I hate his look after he goes like dark with the beard. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a tough he look. was so good looking at the start, and then it's just like uh, let it get away from. Him. But I guess that's part of the movie. It's good playing the character. Yeah, um, for sure. So then he sees her. He goes what to the army or whatever. Yeah, he goes to the army. She marries. Thank you for your service. She's starting to marry some douchebag. Um, lip or not lip? That's from uh, Shameless. I forget this guy's name. Dick. I don't remember his name. It's not worth it. Not worth the no. Not worth knowing it. And then on her wedding day, was that wedding day or no? I think it was the day before the wedding day. Day before the wedding, they do a picture in the paper of this guy rebuilding the house, and it's right under her wedding announcement in the paper. Immediate depression. You love to see she's back in love with this guy. Yeah, and that makes you happy because they should be back together. Oh, and we have Jeremy Roach. and Jeremy Roach is in here. Keep going, Avery. JR, JR, he's talking about the notebook. Avery, we'll cut it short with this, though. What were your thoughts, though, when Ali, like the scene when Ali shows up, right, back to the house, they they have a beautiful couple days together, and then, like, this is why the movie's so weird, because it goes, it's a roller coaster. They start off hot, then they break up, then Ali comes back, but then Ali's like, no, I can't do this anymore. I got, I got to go back yeah, to my. What a fucking fiance. bitch she was for that. Yeah, that was a terrible move on her behalf. I mean, that is leading on like you read about. Yeah, we've all been led on like that before. I don't know to that extent, <laughs> but that that was heartbreaking shit. But you got to feel for a guy like no. And, and I'll say this, Avery. After watching that movie, how bad does that make you want to be a good guy? It just, it's like this I mean, I think is I always try and be a good guy. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm saying to an extent where it's like. Maybe I don't want to go out in Toronto on this weekend and just try to just wheel. You know, maybe I want to find love. <laughs> no, you know but what I'm like, uh, for mo for a decade, probably he was out of love and depressed. Being a good guy didn't do shit for him. It's a good point. It's a doggy dog world. So, what was your thought though? Because the ending, I- man. The ending's beautiful. The ending is beautiful. Before we go into the ending, though, what was your thoughts though on? The fact, like, did you know during the entire movie that that was Noah reading the thing to Ali? Because I didn't figure that out till way at the end. I was no, like, who I is was this pro- random dude? It was pretty early where I had, like, I didn't know it was her. Because it's when the kids come back. Yeah. And then. Oh, like, I oh, cried at that part. Holy shit. <laughs> I wasn't close. I'm I'm like a decent cry guy. Like, I feel like I can cry with the best of them. Yeah. I wasn't really close in the movie this time. Uh, maybe that's my problem, but um, no one else's. But it's when the kids come back, and it's like he she introduces herself to her own kids, and it's like, oh, she's what is it, Alzheimer's probably? Yeah. So that was sad, but I knew it was him kind of the whole time. It's like, why would he be telling the story, and how would he know it so well? So I thought it was him, but then it goes to the end, man. Um, pretty unrealistic how they end up passing away together same exact time but i think to liken it um this might be a bad comparison but you know when joe paterno died as soon as all the things came out yeah penn state football killed him yeah their love killed him same thing it's it's i i really can't put into words how beautiful it is yeah i i uh i really can't like 
What a flick. What a movie. And give it a, give it an overall rating. It's like an 8 out of 10. Really? That's I'm not low? I, no, that's high. I think that's a I think that's a good score. I would watch it again. You would. I've watched it a million times. JR, <laughs> have you seen it? Speaking of speaking I, of guys. I haven't seen it. JR, you should never watch. You would never get through it. Yeah, I don't think I you know would. the type of movies JR watch. The notebook was made in like low two thousands, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, like okay. I would probably say a little bit later than that. I thought I it was would... like oh three or oh four, maybe. Okay. I saw. Like some people can watch like the old old movies. 04. I just like can't do it. Like <laughs> I just can't do it. It's yeah. an O three movie that's talking about like the fifties or something. That's not for you. Yeah, that's that ain't my style. That definitely <laughs> ain't my style. Yeah, it's not great. It's yeah, it's not your style. Uh, you're not it, as sensitive as me. I'm a sensitive guy, so I love I, that. I type like of a shit. good, a good uh, rom, you know, rom com. I yeah. know it's not a rom com, but I like a solid rom com. Feel good. How would type they? Movie. How do they describe that movie? What genre is it? Just that would romance? just be rom, I guess. Yeah, romance. <laughs> oh man, it is romance. But yeah, I'm glad you watched it, Avery, because the listeners wanted to know. And I, a lot of our listeners were watching it as well, which fires me up because I just love, I love, because a lot of the listeners we have is in the late, late teens or like we have, obviously it's a wide age range, but it's nice to have kids that are starting to learn about actual love, not this little fucking little baby, wah, 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 <laughs> just like this, what they talks about of the songs, come and put that pussy on me. It's like, it's nice to have this little romantic shit that these kids get to watch and look forward to and study film. Cause that was me. I was watching that. I'm a cook. So you love to see it, but um, yeah, let's go to the next topic here that I wanted to bring up. I came up with a tweet and I think Avery, this will be the greatest content we've ever done. And JR could back me up on this Johnny versus Avery content series. We go every sport, me and Avery. We do one V one hoops, me and Avery one V one tennis, me so and like Avery, an Olympics. We... Yeah, I know, but it's like, it's a video per sport. So like everyone has something to look forward to. Like Johnny versus Avery basketball. Like it's like a 10 to 15 minute video. Us mm -hmm. behind the scenes warming up, just chirping. I think it would be fucking hilarious. The clips that would come from that would be so funny. And then another one I was thinking a part of this series would be me and Avery go to a batting cage and we start at the slow cage. See who mm -hmm. gets get, who gets more hard hit balls. We'll have Judah say who got the hard hit ball, put it on the screen. And then we just ramp up the speeds like me and Avery started slow. And then we just keep working our way up and see who can hang with the big dogs. I think that would be the greatest content we've ever done. And then we do an MLB. That'd be combine. funny. That'd be funny. I'd it's, watch that. Yeah. I, everyone will. It'd be hilarious. Like me mm -hmm. the banter, me and Avery, just me three, just me crossing over Avery. Me up in a, uh, like an athletic event. I'll just be breathing. No, it's not. We're not mic'd up. He has them like it, it, you, it's going to be just us two at a court. It's going to be easy to hear, Hell but yeah. I, I think it would be hilarious. Just the, the content wise of it and me dog walking you in every single event. I just I just don't think that would happen. I think oh, what's okay, what sports think you beat me in basketball for sure. No, no chance. No, I mean, no, no, can, no, 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 can who? No, he cannot. <laughs> Jared's seen it. And you I, haven't he can seen who? 
I think it's a pretty close battle. My problem I mean, is I'm just fat now. You guys got to play, though. Like, it's got to be, like, absurd amount of sports. Like, you guys got to play a ping pong game. No, like, that's what I'm saying. Gotta, this, this I could would wax Johnny anything. ping pong. Yeah, this, darts, this could lead to anything. You guys got to play a game of darts. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is like a content series that we could literally just do. We could just pick up something. And then like, you got to pay. You got to do. Uh, you got to play a game of of a beer pong like you got to just do the most no it has to be shit. everything beer it's olympics it, it would series. be the greatest content series we've ever done and it would be something to kind of shy away from obviously blue jays baseball like just show the versatility of the boys and it's something yeah. we could do in like the off season as well and the indoor stuff like it would be all-time content it's gonna happen like judah judah has already got the bat signal out there he knows about it he's ready <laughs> for it um it, it's something that we will do and uh we all have our listeners i guess Jer, happy, hey. sorry, happy episode 100. Happy episode 100, Jer. How many episodes do you think you've been here for? Hmm. Um, is uh, uh, me like actually? I uh, I think it would be safe to say I've probably missed 20 episodes. Yep. I was gonna say you've been here for right? 75 of them. Okay. Yeah. I'm I, thinking 20. Yeah. I was 20 say... might be actually. 20 might be. Ah. Uh, 20 might be right. The OG <laughs> listeners know I've missed one episode. The OG Who, OG. You miss? Did Abe and I take? Oh, Abe and I. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it we was like episode here. four, maybe. Like when there yeah. was when I didn't one, have Wi-Fi. There was one episode house. when it was just uh, me and Johnny. We had T Mac there. I had <laughs> the worst like COVID of all time. I, oh yeah, we had T we had T Mac. Yeah, remember we used to invite T Mac on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good good old days. And then he but, just ripped us a new asshole on Twitter. But yeah, but yeah, let, let me be clear. The Johnny vs. Avery series will get done and it will be the greatest cinema. Might get a fucking Emmy Award. I don't know if that's the right thing. But uh, yeah, Jer, how you doing, man? How's the, how's the Cali life tree? Are you working just 20 hour days? Like it's fucking <sighs> sick. It's seven o'clock there and you're still working. Well, I, I just had to get back and, and have dinner. Yeah, work's been pretty, uh, pretty hectic, but it's been. Uh, Do you work to fun. live or live to work? Uh, live to work. Live nice. to work. Good yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was. I've been scouting uh scouting some areas for, for the, what? For when the boys come down. Okay. If yeah. the boys ever come down. Um I feel like I an off kinda... season would be great. Or like a playoff game, maybe. A playoff game? Playoffs? Talking about the playoffs? We can't even win a series. No, the Jays won't be in the playoffs. They should take. Oh, yeah. We, we go watch the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's. I was thinking about that Jays series, and like, it's actually a fucking zoo to get to these games. Have you been yeah. to any more? No, I I I just went to the to the one. Like, it's actually a zoo. But the U.S. Open is this weekend in L.A. And I was thinking maybe. Why aren't you there? Like what the that. fuck you doing? Just to work. See, yeah. Come on now. I heard uh, I heard an awesome story that when your dad came to L.A., two of his coworkers he was with got in a fight together. Oh, yeah, uh, no, <laughs> we just <laughs> we went out to dinner a couple times, and this one guy is just like he's ordering everything on the menu, like okay. just ordering. That's kind of nails. That's on the company nails. too. Yeah, on the company. Of That's kind of nails. Like, no, but then they got an art. They had a nightcap. They had a nightcap at the the hotel, and I guess it got heated. Like it's just talking about work. And uh, I heard they them both say they were doing shitty jobs. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like having like a fuck you match about how they're doing shit jobs, <laughs> shitty at their jobs. And then the next morning, my dad's like, "I'm never inviting them to LA again." 
<laughs> and then he, my dad actually came back to LA yesterday. He's been in LA twice. That and, kind of rules. Yeah, I know. He's been here a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm I'll be back in Canada for a week. And I, I speaking about ideas, JR, maybe if mm-hmm. you want me to look in this, I can look into this. I think we should rent out a bar though. Like for we one should, of the nights you're should. back. Do the I think, do the Jays play at home any of the week? I don't even care. I, even if it's a watch party, that'd be even more yeah, electric. Actually, yeah, that'd probably like, be better. We got to be we gotta rent out a bar and just like uh and sell just five dollar tickets it. online. And speaking yeah. about online, Jerry, I gotta talk about this. I gotta yeah. talk about this. Oh, I am God. going to fucking assault the merch guy. I'm gonna assault him. And the listeners that are out there, just know I'm fighting the good fight for you from this fucking coward. <laughs> this guy, this guy what do you do? <laughs> We got people DMing me of orders from May 16th, May 12th. Hey, man, where's this? But people who order something a week ago are getting their stuff the day up. Like, is this guy fucking brain dead? Is this guy dumber okay, than so, me? So the the so some of the so I actually asked about that. Um, most of the ones that weren't were because the hats were on back order. So Anyone who has a hat that has ordered, that's the reason why. It's not because it was forgotten, um, but it sh- they should be in now. Um, but yeah, that was the reason why orders were getting, because I like ripped them a new asshole. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing over there? Like, how are these getting fulfilled? He's like, oh, the hats are on back order. It's like, guys, just let us know when that happens. Like, like and then another thing, I text them because obviously one oh, of the God. biggest days coming up. I no, I, I didn't like roast them or anything. Okay, okay. It's because like one of the biggest days is coming up, like Canada Day. Yeah. And I said to him, "Hey, man, any update on this Canada Day collection? Like, we want to get the yeah. pictures done soon. Uh-huh. No fucking answer. It's like I'm yeah. texting a girl I met at the fucking bar last week. It's just no he, answer with this. He dickhead. might have you on block. He might no, because it's delivered, and I know okay, he sees okay. it. Because he'll text me when he needs money, and I'll send it to him in two seconds. But well, when I need a goddamn shirt, it's just—it's like I'm pulling teeth with this fucking guy. So just know, Gate Fourteen listeners that are buying stuff, we do appreciate you. I am fighting the good fight for you. I want to make that we, clear. I'm gonna take a little deep dive tonight and look at this and just and send a very strong worded email. Uh, it's never gonna be pretty, boys. But we always. <laughs> if it's, anyone it's unfortunately has the gate fourteen different. Yeah, if anyone does have issues of never receiving an order, we 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 do need you guys to like tell us because like we unfortunately will not be reaching out to you. We need you to reach out to us so that we know. That's a good I point. Just gotta let that. Let that out. Like we will not be reaching out, being like, "Hey, sorry, it's delayed. You got to reach out to us. We'll apologize. And, yeah, and make it. We'll make it right. Well, we've always have made it right with people. Um, but for people who are trying to scum us, um, which that I have received their stuff, but let's saying. let's yeah, let's let's yeah. slow down. There, Don't boys. worry, we're on to you. The karma always comes back with the eight fourteen <laughs> yeah. nation. But uh, let's go into the Blue Jays talk, boys. Um, Avery, thank God we didn't say the B word last week. Because this team couldn't be further away in a different fucking reverse stratosphere of being back. This team is so far away from being back. They're like that that couple at the at the middle school dance with Jesus in between them. Someone do a verbal meme. Back and not back. And that's what it is. Toronto Blue Jays. Just room <laughs> leaving room for God in between them. That's what Toronto Blue Jays are doing. This offense, Avery, and I made a TikTok about it. It makes me physically ill. It does. You've got to see it on stream yesterday. Or 
even yesterday was tough. <laughs> like when they won, it was like, we barely won that game. Mm-hmm. It is so ass. Matt Chapman is hitting below 200 since April 30th. The Toronto Blue Jays are 22 and 26 since April 30th. A piss poor effort of a team. Where are you at with this, Avery? Can you talk me off the ledge maybe? Because I, I got nothing. I got nothing right now. Um, No, I don't need to talk you off the ledge. It's infuriating losing the games to division opponents and not being close at all. And you're seeing how the teams that are ahead of you in the standings just play better baseball than you. And it's tough. We see it over and over and over again. On paper, the O's aren't more talented than the Toronto Blue Jays. Not even in the same stratosphere. <laughs> not even... Oh my God, Avery, man. And I think that's the pro that's why it's so frustrating. Preseason, you build a good team on paper, and then now you got 162 games to prove you're if you're good. When we're playing in a historically good division, being mediocre isn't gonna cut it. Like this is fighting for playoff spots now. It's a tough spot to be in. Because the more you lose, the more you like you you just keep digging and digging a hole against opponents that you have to catch up against that are going to have easy schedules as well for the upcoming. Like it's just it's so infuriating. I'm looking at this offense. I'm comparing the Orioles' offense and the Blue Jays. Bo, Vladdy, Chapman, Varsho, Merrifield, Springer, Kirk, Jano, and I'm looking at the Orioles. Who the fuck are half of these dudes that are just launching off the Toronto Blue Jays? Like Ryan O'Hearn hitting Ryan O'Hearn. Like these are just guys that have no business being better than the Toronto Blue Jays. The Toronto this might be on paper the Toronto. This might be one of the best Toronto Blue Jays teams in a very long time on paper, and they're performing like one of the worst I have ever seen in the last three or four years. Like. Because the expectations are so high, rightfully so. You do all these moves, you sign all these guys, and you're just underperforming with little to no injuries. That's the frustrating part. Yep. And I think it's also tough knowing that the O's and the Rays have some of the best farm systems in baseballs, and ours is depleted with nothing. So it's like, hey, you're supposed to be better than the Orioles right now because they have their future on the farm still, and now they're already playing better baseball. So I think as a fan, it's it's demoralizing seeing this. And just so we beat the shit out of the Red Sox all last season, but at what cost? Yeah. And you want to know what's something that's even worse for the listeners out there? I know it's going to be a little Johnny negativity. The Toronto Blue Jays are dead last with runners in scoring position in baseball. 386. Uh, they averaged 3.86 runners left in scoring position in 2023 in their last three games, 4.33 in their last Why does it even show in their last one? What the fuck is that? 433, 4.33 runs left on in scoring position. They are behind or they're, I guess, is that, was it, would it be behind or in front? They're behind the Detroit Tigers, the Cincinnati Reds, the Washington Nationals, they are lit- obviously they're behind every single team, but just saying those team names makes you just, it makes your skin crawl. It makes your skin Wild. crawl. Like last place, JR, last place. And what's even worse is they're in the top 10 in a lot of offensive categories. This is the only one they're in last place in. It's wild, dude. That's it's wild. crazy. There is that guy, Johnny, just coming at you hot there. I mean, Avery, what what do you do? Your team is hitting well, but they're not hitting well with runners on. That's the only thing they're not doing well. So it's like, are you 
does sacrificing Guillermo Martinez do anything to help you score with runners in scoring position? How- no. But we do have an inside source that did tell us that they do preach the other way and like hitting like bow and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, that's something that's pretty obvious. And it's obvious with guys like Jano who go out there and launch and pull fly balls that that, <laughs> and you know, how... Guillermo's like you motherfucker. Yeah, what are you that's, doing? That's when he gets a slap on the ass on the way. He's like, <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> don't you ever launch. Don't you ever hit a pull side home run again. You motherfucker. Yeah. But it's so frustrating. I, I I don't know if this, if there has been a more frustrating team that I've ever rooted for. Like, with expectation wise, with reality, like of what they actually are, I can't believe it, Avery. Like, Vladdy is a singles hitter. His OPS is below 120 now. OPS plus. I, OPS plus, sorry. I can't believe this. I can't, like, Whit Merrifield is the best hitter on this team besides Bo. I, I just got no words right now. It sucks. So who do you blame for this? Do we can we just shoot Pete Walker? <laughs> blame Pete, man. I we, we need a sacrificial lamb. We need a guy to blame. I, I I don't know who it should be. I don't know who it is, but someone has when to in doubt, just the blame the hitting coach. Who knows yeah. what he does every day? Just blame him anyway. What does he do? I, I I'm dying to know. That might be the best job on the planet. Be a hitting coach for guys that are already good hitters that have already <laughs> yeah. got themselves there. It's like that just for for reference, this would be like every hospital having a doctor coach, right? Yeah. Is, is that a crazy take? Like having a major league hitting coach is like just having an extra in the ER and just talking to the doctor like you got to do this, that, this, that, or just staying there to monitor. It's the most pointless shit of all time. These guys know how to hit. They got there. They're big league hitters. You think he's talking to Boba Shett? You think he's talking to Vladdy? You think he's talking to World Series MVP George Springer, telling him, you got to do this? No. This guy does fuck all. <laughs> but we're going to blame him for everything. That's how we roll as sports fans. We're blaming him. Yep. Hopefully he can get another job soon, like land on his feet and make some yeah. money. Yeah. I'm not Hopefully. for firing. I'm going to look like a – I'm going to look – I did say fire him, actually, so never mind. Um. Yeah, I – I don't know who Knock you can shit. blame for not hitting with runners in scoring position other than the players at the plate. <laughs> like, if you can make it make sense to me, I can't. Yeah, that's – I don't even know. I like, guess who, you could say no one's clutch. Like, like, think about if you were hitting with runners in scoring position, Jer. You left, like, five people on base, and you're like, yeah, the hitting coach has me, like, yeah, his approach you, isn't yeah. working. It doesn't yeah, matter what approach the, yeah. he tells you to do unless no. he's fucked up your swing so bad that you mm-hmm. suck in general, but then you don't play. That's on yeah. the hitters at the plate for not scoring runners, pitch selection. Yeah. And do we think that the the players aren't aren't you think that they're just more they're just not being disciplined at the plate or like don't have a they're not doing their two strike approach. I'll tell you what job you, done. I'll tell you what. That I don't know if you saw that Vladi at bat. That was or Avery. It was yesterday, right, Avery? The Vladi at bat, where he swung at like two, like three pit, like swung at two pitches, then hit like a two foot. Uh, oh, that that was today. Might that might have been today? Um, no, I think that was yesterday. No, was that Vladi just... when he came off the bench and then they had uh, pitcher in the lineup? 
Or was that no, you, they all mixed? Don't together. worry about that. They all just mixed into each other. But yeah, Vladdy's no, approach was yesterday. Been, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. Vladdy's approach has been absolutely dog shit. Um, Vladdy has not really struggled much. immensely. He is like, and he hit a ball today, one sixteen. But what? It it was just a it was a single, like it was a pull side single. I, I don't know, man. It's it, it's it's been really frustrating. Let's go game by game here. So, Hound on the Mound Day Tuesday. That got off to a bad start. That was a really bad start. And I, I, I'll say it. Can the Toronto Blue Jays just pretend it's the eighth and ninth inning every single game and hit there? It would be nice. Like, every single eighth, ninth inning, they, their base is loaded. They score four runs. It's just a waxing. Chris Bassett, I mean, that was really bad. Like, three innings, 11 hits, eight hundred runs. But he's good for at least one of these every six or seven starts, right? He did it against the Astros. Did it against the Cardinals. He's good for one of these. So you knew that was going to come. But when he's good and he's on, I'd put him up against anyone. Like, that's just that's just baseball. That's ball, as the kids say. This was just ball. But that was tough to watch. That was tough to watch. And then to make it better, you put in Bowden Francis. He gets his dick shoved in. Um, Mitch White is... What what do we say about Mitch White, Avery? I mean, the guy's ERA is seven three six right now. I love Mitch. He looks great out there. That's what I can say. All right, yeah, that's great. But we All have right. now we have a bullpen that includes. I guess Adam Simber's not in it, um, because he's on paternity list. But as of recent, we have these four arms: Thomas Hatch, Bowden Francis, Adam Simber, Mitch White. Oh no, that's just not great. Sure, they could pitch well. And I and then these Orioles well. have these guys from AAA just throwing 98 and then like 92 mile an hour sinkers. Like, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Why Why can't we have that? Huh? We, we had that in the Fernandez guys, and they just weren't that good. True. Yeah, they suck. Um, Maybe it's not good development. But that game, that, I don't even really want to talk about that. I turned the stream off early. I cut it. It was one of the worst games I've ever watched. It was like just, a, just an old-fashioned dog walking. That's yeah. what it was. And... I don't remember what it feels like to do that against the team. Do you guys to just absolutely dog walk the opponent, just win a hundred yeah. to two? Yeah, I do remember. No, the, you don't. The Rays. Okay, okay, yeah. that was a long ass time ago. That but was I, I, within a month ago, though. No, I don't think it counts. Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> you can't just tell me it doesn't. Count. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, man. It just. The the Orioles are like light years better than the Toronto Blue Jays. It's a harsh reality that we have to deal with. They are light years better than us. That's just I, I it's just like doing the stuff where you got to say that's ball. Like today, how many fucking bloop hits did they get where Chapman ran in, bobbled the ball, Bo came in, bobbled the ball. That's so fucking frustrating. Vladdy lets a ball go under his glove. That's just that was that's not charges to the game. That's just bad. Yeah, that was it bad. Was but they do, they do play like they nickel and dime you, I guess is the best thing to say. But they nickel and dime you while also being able to hit the long ball. You got Adam Frazier, who has, I think, one less home run than Vladdy this year, or two less home runs than Vladdy this year. It's and you know how Adam Frazier rebuilt his swing? How? One of his roommates, who's a hitting coach, like a D one or D two hitting coach, they're playing Fortnite together. And they were breaking down his swing, and he found something, and he's been on an absolute heater since then. Sucks he didn't tell me that. That would have been cool to drop on the on my other pod, but whatever. You hate no, to see that it. that happened, like, recently, recently. Oh, it did? Oh, it yeah. happened recently? Yeah. 
All right, let's go. On, let's go into the positive game here, the Wednesday game, the game that you and I streamed. I looked like Fisher. I I will say this: I looked incredible. I watched it back. A lot of people watched it back and actually complimented it. Someone actually texted you saying that you didn't look good. Well, he's a ha- generational hater, so I don't really care what Moro says. Um, but yeah, so Jose Barrios has a no hitter going into the seventh, and th- and this is the only way it feels like the Toronto Blue Jays can win games. Your pitcher has to quite literally have a no hitter going into the seventh inning to have a chance to win a baseball game. That's the only way. Kikuchi gives up two runs through five and is tied. And and obviously they ended up losing. But uh, that game was kind of fun because Jose Barrios is all the way back. And I'll pull up his stats. I tweeted it today. Um, He is insane. I mean, in his last five starts, I got to pull this up now. I'm like an idiot. Um. In his last five starts, Jose Barrios has pitched 32 innings, 32.1 innings, 20 hits, 13 walks, 18 punchies, 1.11 ERA in his last five starts. He is an absolute freak. This pitching staff fucking rules, and they deserve so much better than this cat shit offense that they're throwing out there every single day. They deserve so much better. Jose Barrios... If the Jays didn't tack on the rest of those runs, he would have got a no decision. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've was kinda, was I was kind of looking thing. through the game logs. I saw someone tweet this. Um, there's been multiple games where the Jays have won in the last two weeks where they, they score three runs or less. <laughs> like the games they're winning, they're still playing like shit. I said this in the TikTok. It, when they win, it doesn't feel like they win. You know what I'm saying? You don't have that feeling like, oh, we just dominated the opponent. Like the Atlanta Braves feel every time they win a baseball game. I'm so jealous of that fucking team. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Abe, it just – when the Jays won yesterday, I still kind of had a bad feeling in my mouth. Yes, it was cool to win the B to AL East team, but you still leave tons of runners on base. You only score three runs, and you make it interesting at the end of every single goddamn game you play in. It's insane to me. It's insane what we have to deal with with this team. They they don't just dominate a team from first pitch to last pitch. It's never been that. And we have to rely on our, our starting rotation that, like, we have to just have high expectations that our pitcher's going to go seven scoreless to win a baseball game. Well, no, that's, uh, like, mandatory for us to win a game. Yeah. <laughs> it's There's no other way about it. The pitcher has to have the best shit you've seen him in months to go out there and give this team a chance with how bad they've been playing. Like the Jays scored two runs today. In in what world does two runs win you a baseball game? In what world, dude? None. 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 No worlds. It's it's fucking terrible. But bright side man, Jose Barrios is like I mean, he's way this is a, the best version of himself. I think someone mm-hmm. tweeted it. This is the best he's ever been in his career, Avery. Yeah, good for him, man. The contract that was a nightmare last year, it's a bargain once again. Well, they listen to the Twitter GMs. <laughs> it's crazy the Twitter pitching coaches, like, we've been saying this, or not we, sorry, not me. I'm not going to take credit for this. They've been saying this on Twitter for for years, like for a year. Stop throwing your four seam. Like, let well, your threw, other pitches work. a bunch work. in this start, actually. Yeah, but just let your other pitches work and locate your four seam better. And that's what he did. That's what, and now he's all the way, he's way more than all the way back. He has the confidence back. He's doing all that type of stuff. Like, 
man, it's just this is so frustrating to watch. I don't even look forward to Jay's games anymore. No. Because you know you're going to get let down by this offense. In the back of my mind, I'm like, maybe they'll put up a 10 spot today. Like, I genuinely thought today was, here we go. We're going to win I thought series. it was over City for sure. I almost I almost took the over. Um, I, I really thought they were going to do something today, something special today against see, Tyler Wells. Are you the same as me? Is like, you're excited all day for Jay's baseball. Like yeah. I just, I, I'm, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like I always the best thoughts in your mind. And recently I'm starting to have the intrusive thoughts starting to take over. Yeah. Where it's and like I'm, oh, today, I was like, just no way, no way they fucking win today. I said that <laughs> really at, I said that at the office. It's like, no, they're just not gonna win. And That's a sad, sad feeling as I know. Fan. I hate that I'm turned into this fucking Frank the tank, but it's a not tough against re- the AL East, man. Like they we'll go out and sweep the Rangers. Yeah, that that that's what they'll do. That's what, and, and you know what? They'll score a shit ton of runs off of like John Gray, who's been carving. Yeah, he has like one Mart- of the best ERAs in baseball. And Martin, they're just gonna dog walk these two guys and then come back to the dome against the Athletics and lose two out of three. That's what this team does. Mm-hmm. It's nothing in fucking between with this team. They either look terrible or they're the greatest team that's ever walked the planet. And when they look terrible, they somehow still win baseball games. I cannot believe, Avery. I cannot believe that this team's record is 38 and 32. I cannot believe yeah. it. Where what day was it last year that we were 500 and Charlie got fired? July. Yeah, because Bryson was in town, right? Yeah. I it feels like we're a long way away from July. But you look at the calendar, we're not very far away from July. Like the the turnaround's gotta be soon. The record it has is, to be. I think the record might be better than how the team plays as of late. Yeah. But I'll take that for right now. Like it's something good afloat, to build off of, right? Stay afloat till you can go on a run. It's something and, good to build off of. Like, especially, yeah, like you said, Avery. And but I we have to, chances to build off stuff and then we suck. Like that Met series, right? And then yeah. the Astros, the Astros series. You win that series and then you lose to the twins. Yeah. It, exactly. It's it, it's weird. And I calculated the Jays have to go 54 and 36. Oh, that won't happen. To make the playoffs. Holy out of what? Fuck. 90 something wins. 92. That'll put them at 92 wins. And who knows if that's even good enough with how good the teams have been this season. If you put that in reality, Avery, the Toronto Blue Jays have to go 54 and 36 to make the playoffs. That is an insane Impossible. record. It won't happen. Like, that's an insane record. It puts a lot of things into reality for us here, Avery. Like, they got to go on a little run where they go win like 50, they win like 14 out of like 20. They got to go on like a 14 and six run at one point. Just blow the doors off teams. Then you're like, okay, maybe we will drop the B word. But I'll tell you what, I will not be dropping the B word. Maybe ever this season. I, I don't know if I will. I, they don't give me those vibes right now. I can't. I really want to say the B word soon. Like, you I'll haven't said the B word. Last year, you said the B word a lot. Yeah, we yeah, did say it a lot. Like, yeah. too much. This yeah. year, I don't know. I no, think I don't think I've said it. I think you, you might have putting said out it that poll today was crazy. Why? Because there's just no way we should have said it. If they won a series against the AL East? Yeah. I mean, I That's pretty it. much saying the B word. The O's have to have, like, a 435 win percentage to get 85 wins or something. They're just going to make the playoffs. I mean, you look at a yeah. You look who's coming up in the schedule, and 
Texas, Miami, right? Yeah, Texas, Miami, then Oakland, and then the Giants, and then the Sox. And then it the does White get Sox, easier. It, it does and then get Detroit, easier. and then the Diamondbacks. So, is the Diamondbacks at home run. or on the road? Uh, at home. home. Mm-hmm. That, that series is going to fucking rule. <laughs> that series is going to be play, sick. Uh, yeah, we play uh, at home Canada Day against the Red Sox. Well, surely they'll win that series. Thomas Hatch will start a game, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, man. I Kill me if that's the case. Um, yep, 100%. But let's go into today's game, obviously. Jano. Just when there was no hope with this offense, our guy decides to just turn into Danny Bonds again. The reincarnated Danny Bonds. How cool was that to watch? <laughs> For Just launch, back pocket, launch again to tie the game again. Fuck me, Jano. That was incredible. He that was the lead. We were up 2-1, right? Yeah, that was rock star shit. Sorry. Yeah, that was, that was take the lead. Yeah, I love Jano. That guy fucking rules. And let me say this. I said this also earlier. He has one less home run than Vladdy, and he's played not even in the same strat. Like, I'm not going to start. I got to stop saying that saying. He hasn't played anywhere near Vladdy's games. Like, not even close. He was injured for two fucking weeks. And he has one less home run than Vladdy. What? What? What the fuck? It's insane. I. And I, I mean, how do we Vladdy, fix Vladdy, man. What? How do we fix him? He has to get fucked up. <laughs> Hitting two fifty five the last fourteen days, two thirty one the last. But 30 see, days. these numbers are skewed because he'll always have a good average. And for example, he went two for four today, right? Two for four today. But he's hitting singles. He's supposed to be the three, four hole hitter. Yeah. And he's fucking Ben Revere. This is well, this is where the weighted runs create a plus stat comes in. It tells you like everything it takes into account. He has a weighted runs created plus of 70 the last 30 days. Oh my 70? 70. So just so everyone knows, the MLB average is hundred, right? That's what the stat. So he's thirty points below the MLB average, and that's yeah. supposed to be your generational guy. I'm and gonna he say an, for- he has an ISO of point zero eight seven. What does that mean? Horrible for obviously people that don't know. I know what does that uh, mean? It's like isolated <laughs> slug, like how how many extra base hits you have, pretty much. Um, the season that he almost won MVP, his ISO on the season was two ninety, which is great, and yeah. He, He's at point eight seven right now. Last thirty days, he's the team needs to run off Vlad, him driving people in and him scoring runs by himself, and that's yeah. just hitting home runs and driving people in. For sure, I agree. It's uh, it's tough to watch. It really is tough to watch. But speaking of bad at bats, Matt Chapman today just was lost. Runner scoring position just fumbles the bag. Strike. He's, he is whiffing Avery on ninety two fucking miles an hour. 92, 92 miles an hour. They throw that in Division One NCAA, and this dude is whiffing on it. Yeah, my brother throws that. Humble brag. I can't. It sucks. Oh, he's, he was bad. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he, how hard he threw, he <laughs> like Matt Chapman today, I tweeted it. He he doesn't swing at a 93 mile an hour fastball down the middle. Chases a 92 mile an hour fastball outside of the zone, and then whiffs. On a 93 mile an hour elevated fastball, top of the zone, not even in the same, like, not even close. Not just terrible. Stratosphere. stratosphere sorry. Fuck. It. I, I got to stop saying that. <laughs> like, he is, ter- 
Scott Boris has to be sick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Scott Boris. Like, oh, I was going to get paid for this little, this little client of mine. Now the Brinks truck is in another state and he is still here. He's not going to get fuck all. If, if, if no. these numbers are like this, do you know where you find stats against velocity of certain things? I need to find that because it feels like he gets blown up by Velo. Like he easily. he was facing um ho- like Felix Bautista today, and I was like, oh, this is this is hydrogen bomb versus baby. That's what that was. <laughs> it was just, this guy was not even close to it, not even close. And Danny Jansen, three hit game, a double, two home runs. He is our single two home runs. Sorry, he's all the way back, folks. And it pisses me off now. That Vladdy had a two for four day because so people are gonna be like, look at his average, bro. He's hitting fucking, he's hitting two eighty four with a three fifty four OBP. Why are you complaining? I'm complaining because those are good numbers if it's if it's goddamn Ryan Gones hitting. <laughs> That's when those are good numbers, not your four hole hitter. Yeah, Nathan who has Luke, a, if Nathan Lucas has a seventy weighted runs created plus. That's okay. <laughs> it's been tough to watch, folks. It's been tough to watch, but Johnny Positive back. Whit Merrifield rules. We're talking hitting 308. He is third in the league in average right now, Avery. Really? No. That's yes. In the American yes. League, maybe. Yeah. Is that okay. is that a league or am I wrong? No, I thought you meant the whole league. I was going to say, I could name three people who have a better average right off the top of my head. I might have made that up. Let me double check. No, I, I, I saw the stat. I think it was he is American third. League. He's hitting 308. He is third. It goes Boba shit. The Toronto Blue Jays have two of the three average leaders in baseball. And they're this ass right now. Like, what Merrifield is, what a trade that was. Like, are we ready to throw the fleece word around? That That's one of the better ones for him. <laughs> yeah. We do talk about how bad the Nick Frasso Mitch White trade is. We got to give him flowers for Whit Merrifield, I guess. For sure. For sure. So, Whit yeah. Merrifield just seems like, an, seems like an awesome guy. Yeah. He passed me one time on Spadina last week. Um, drove past me in his Tesla. I said, Whit. And then he just immediately was like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> But let's go into the weekend series, man. And then we'll uh, take listeners' no, I questions. Do, I think we should do questions first. You want to do questions first? We have Why don't we do the questions at the end? Because it's more fun. Sure. And then people, <laughs> if they don't want to listen to the questions, they can get Yeah, exactly. There. But there's some they good want, questions. That you if they want to keep baseball for. talk going, yeah, the, the questions are going to be electric. I had someone come up to me say they loved the story. They wish that we would just tell stories on the podcast. Oh, I have not, tons of them. And I, I talk about baseball. There's like Remind me Avery, at the stories. end of the podcast to talk about the Jason Aldean story that I have about sleeping on the at the ghost station. Um <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one is you going on the date and pissing your pants. Yeah. Through. <laughs> We've told that so many times on here though. So this weekend matchup, Kevin Gossman versus Martin Perez. Mismatch. Kevin Gossman's a freak. Saturday, bullpen game versus Dane Dunning. Mismatch over that's over. That game might have a thousand. Yeah, Dane Dunning sucks. Sunday, Sunday's the tough one, folks. Sunday's not cutting time. Chris Bassett versus John Gray. I think we can win the series. I think we can win the series. Yeah, I'm not really scared of Texas. I know they they're having a really good year, but Texas's offense turned into 2021 Blue Jays. Yeah, they have Marcus Simeon. They went sicko mode. They really, yeah. Do. They got it. They got it. They got a good offense. Like Leody Tavares and Josh Young playing out of their asses. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I th- I think if we could take this series and ride that momentum into this sort of easier spurt here, like it was a pretty tough stretch. I mean, the Jays yeah. had, and their the, the schedule looks pretty optimistic here of of making a run. So 
I think uh, winning this series could be. I'm that's what I'm hoping. Just win the series. This is the last series of that full month long stretch where they didn't face a team under 500, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, but the thing is, though, is this team good enough to dog walk the bad teams? Yeah, that will be the. I, I don't know. Which they I haven't know. in the past. Like, I can't la- tell remember, you. I can't tell you. I can't. Remember I, last year, this was the big issue, and and even the year before, they just couldn't beat the bad teams. Couldn't beat up on them, and that's what the the teams that are in first place. You look at their their stretches, and they're just beating up on the bad teams. Yeah, we'll see what happens here with this. I'm going to say two one. John, I'm going to be Johnny optimistic. I'm going to say two one series win for the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm two one. I'll go two one as well. Surely that'll hit. Um, no, that, yeah. just, that just that just ruined it. Right can we there. just like you know how good it would feel to beat a team like Texas Rangers? It would just make me feel things again. I know I wouldn't say the B word, but just beating the <laughs> Texas Rangers and beating two really good starters and Martin Perez and John Gray, like facing them in a series and winning, it would make me feel things that I haven't felt in a long time. I think Vladdy was... hits a home run off Martin Perez. Okay, all right, bet he's, that tomorrow, hitting... folks. He's in like 355 off lefties this season. Bet that for Friday beers, everyone. Bet that that's a little Friday beer uh free tip there from Avery Shenye, Mr. Shenye there. Let's go to listener questions. This is the first time JR has been a part of listener questions. So no, not th- that is just that is just that's just gotta be false, right? Yeah, that's no, I don't true. think I, we've never done listener questions with you here, though. No, I yeah. think I've done three. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? No, no, I definitely have done I've definitely have done two. Like I just topped into this. Like Eve, I mean, yeah, I think... he was he was here 100 for the first one. <laughs> okay, all right, we got a lot of them. Thank you to everyone who asked questions. It's the hundredth hundredth episode, so time to do some looking back for everyone here. Oh God, what is our favorite memory in Gate 14 history? Favorite memory? Oh my God! I already got mine, and I already got mine. And can I say it? Yep. The Arash Madani tweet, to Avery. <laughs> That was that was that is funny. a moment, and maybe uh, maybe the OGs here, listeners, will remember this day. But the Arash Madani tweet to Avery is a moment that I will go down and in, in it like mm-hmm. is the greatest moment of all time. I the greatest moment of all time. I love that one too. I don't know. I think all the shit we do. I think my favorite moment so far. Um, Obviously, when we were small, is Johnny full uniform game. Just being there for that. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Because people didn't know who we were, right? Because, no. like, when we did it now, everyone's like, oh, it's the Gate 14 boys. But before, it was just like, who are these fucking idiots? <laughs> like, who, this guy walking around with a camera, like, filming this guy in a full uniform. Like, who yeah. is this? The yeah, guy, I, had a lot, I had a lot of fun doing that. That's a good point. That's a we've good got to do some, We've got gotten to do some really cool shit. Not because we have the opportunities, just because we've gone out and done it ourselves. Yeah. Like a gay 14 moment that wasn't even a gay 14 moment. It was just me and Johnny hanging out is when we decided to go to the Michigan football game. And then Johnny and I just said, fuck it. And we drove to Cleveland to watch a play. That was game crazy. That, that was crazy. If you guys <laughs> that, doing that, yeah. you guys drove so much. Yeah. that was Like you guys could have, you guys love driving. In my old I, car too. In my old like, car. I wouldn't be surprised if when you come to LA, you just randomly decide to drive. Yeah, yeah like, I, I'm drive. addicted to driving. I'm I love addicted. it too. There's nothing be better be than podcast on in the car and just and just being me. on your phone the entire time. Dude, yeah, I never, waste I, so much data because I text and drive the entire <laughs> time. It's just scrolling Twitter and watching videos. It's just like it really is. Stop! I can't do anything about it. Yeah, Sarah, what's your 
favorite moment? I think uh, this one, it's still a gate 14 moment, but the iconic picture in front of uh, Rusty's in Collingwood. (laughs) I think that had to be a staple. Like we got the band together. We got, I I think I remember 5% of that night. I took out $400 and it was just (laughs) an absolute time. And that picture still goes. That picture is still up there. It gets thrown around it a is, lot. That is an awesome picture. And that was like when every, all of our friends kind of realized, oh, this is like something bigger. Because JD came from Ottawa. Yeah. And he fucking loved Johnny. He's like, this guy's like Frank the Tank. He was calling me on the golf course. That's <laughs> fucked up. But. That's when we finally started. That was when Johnny was getting compared to Pete Davidson, Frank the Tank, yeah. and a couple other people. The good old days. The listeners don't remember those days when I used to get called Pete Davidson. I haven't yes. got called that in a while. <laughs> well, you used to get in the mud on TikTok. Mud yeah. boy. I yeah, don't know if some boy. of the listeners know mud boy either. Oh, they don't. That's another he vintage was... character. <laughs> you still are mud boy. We've just we've gone away from that one. Like you were mud boy today. Yeah. Yeah, I was mud boy today, but I want to say this. Um what was I gonna say? Fuck. Just keep going. I I, I forgot what I was gonna say. Okay, Fuck. we're we're moving on to the next question. Actually, start. underrated, underrated gate 14 moment. Um, I have just formed rivalries on this podcast that I hadn't if you would have told me two years ago that I would have a rivalry with Ticketmaster, Bell Media, oh, I, yeah. TSN. <laughs> uh what's another? There, there's one more that I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, you be gonna there's one more company, whatever. But yeah, I, I have mm-hmm. rivalries with just these com- like these corporations that have been absolutely wild. global news, I guess, technically after the <laughs> ticket master thing when they blocked me. It what I think actually the the most like pinch me type moment, and I'm not even involved in it, is just seeing you on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that so this was like my buddy Johnny's just on TV because <laughs> of this thing that that uh, I TikToked about. And yeah. they they immediately were like, oh, fuck i can't believe <laughs> that we got blocked what a moment that, that was man. you remember us live texting that global news segment because she told us it wasn't going to be on the air and you were oh so- yes i was tweeting and i was like we're doing fucking greenhouse gases because she <laughs> followed me i was like we're talking about greenhouse gases and i'm waiting upstairs for you to god to get me on the on the global news and then she's like she texted i remember this the last thing she said to me was Thank God we got we got to squeeze you in. Blocked. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't even answer the fucking message. Just immediately blocked. So that yeah, that that, that had to be a good one. That was a really good one. Actually. All right, this is a little different one. It's good to uh to get switch it up. During a long bus ride, road trip, what's a snack of choice at the gas station? Hmm. Holy fuck. I mean, I'm going with a Slurpee if possible. <laughs> Jeremy Rose You're an idiot. loves slushy. Does well, the thing count? is, JR Does that Avery- count? He doesn't get he's the, just the palate of a five-year-old. No, but he doesn't like, get the lifestyle that you and I lived where you had one bus stop for six hours, right? Yeah. You would stop once, so you'd have to load up. I'll tell you guys the OG Johnny Junta McCook thing, all right? I, I'm a health nut. I, I was a health nut. Obviously, I'm a cook. I used to get the massive body armor, the yeah. massive strawberry banana body armor, Three or three of the Gatorade protein bars, which I don't think are actually healthy for you. I don't I don't know why. They can't be healthy for no, you. No, they aren't. But whatever. I'd get three so I'd feel good about myself. So this is what I would get. Every single time we'd stop and cook. And we'd stop sometimes twice a road trip. I would get the body armor, the massive body armor, the strawberry banana, three Gatorade protein bars, uh, three dips or three tins of Copenhagen mint, 
and uh two bags of the cheese it uh cheese it white cheddars. Yeah. That was my go-to. It was a cheat code and make me feel great. It, actually, I don't know. Technically, that might have been probably why I wasn't hitting good. But yeah, that's what I was. That was my go-to there on the road, on a road trip. Um, For me, like right now and kind of before, Gatorade, yellow Gatorade or orange, two of the best flavors in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Cool Ranch Doritos, Snickers bar. I didn't worry about my health, as you guys can tell. Snickers bar? <laughs> You're a Snickers bar type guy. Just one of the, the little small ones, like the little little four. You're inches. Snickers bar over a Mars bar. They taste the same to me. I don't fucking care. Yeah, I I can't get behind that. Swanson just texted me. He said, "How do you know Horowitz is coming up?" <laughs> I said, "I can't reveal my source," but uh, <laughs> I said, "Listen," I said, "Swanee," I said, "Swanee," listen. My reputation's on the line. If he's not called up, this is this is the end of me. So you better pray for me, Swanee. Um, he actually just conference. texted me also that I need to have a cigar on stream tomorrow. I don't think he knows how fire alarms work. I can't <laughs> be doing that in my room. In well, Iowa, could. they don't do. In Iowa, they don't have fire alarms. <laughs> you could do it in your backyard, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Maybe I'll have to figure that. out. He asked for it, so whatever Swanson asked for, I'll do. You should just do cigarettes instead. Yeah, cigarettes are way cooler. Rocket, um, Rocket, um, Belmont. You know dump. what's another cheat code at gas stations? I don't know if they have those here. Uh, they they actually like, obviously they do. Was the fruit trays like the little fruit boxes? Those go nuts. Those go absolutely <laughs> nuts. fucking gas crazy, stations man. doing that. Yeah, what are you getting? Veggie like all the big too? gas stations in the U.S. When you would stop in like Kansas and shit. Like I guess that. yeah. They have the one thing about the Midwest. They do gas stations. Oh fuck yeah! And I I made I made that very clear on they Twitter do when I was in, when I was in Philly. Those gas stations. I want to be buried under a Wawa. Yeah, I um, actually passed by McCook on the way to Cali. There's no chance. <laughs> yes. Are you, you McCook? Did you check in with me before you stopped? You stepped foot in there. <laughs> you were in his ends, man. You, you should have went to. Uh... <laughs> You, you should have got onto the field. We went to just... Raising Canes. There's a Raising Canes near McCook, right? Yes, in um, North yeah. Platte. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jr. was in my city. You should have gone to the by. field, taking a picture on oh the bench. Oh my god! It's been like this is where Johnny <laughs> June just sat. Yeah, that was multiple like, yeah. times during the season. Well, the thing is, put the... a side by side picture of me this, and Johnny. This is the field that I fucking built. There is uh... Jake Stanford built that field. You just cleaned. And then up he his stole dirt. money from the coach from it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, let's. What's the next question? Yeah, someone asked these. like funnier, weird stories from Johnny's time at McCook. I don't think we should go off that. I think you should tell the Jason Aldean story now. Okay, so by the way, if any of you are listening to this and going to the Luke Bryan concert tomorrow, hit me up. I'll be there with my buddy. Um, I'll be happy. Saturday, Saturday, sorry, Saturday, Saturday. I'll be there. I'm I, a couple listeners already reached out, but if there's a couple more, hit me up. Let's go. Let's get You'll, it going. Johnny will buy every single listener. The that is not true. I will not be doing yeah. that. Yep. Yeah, just not on the company card. No, but just his personal card. So that kind of scares me. Yeah. So I no no no. It's uh, that the card with the with our merch money is. I don't even. I, I hate using a debit. I'm addicted to using a credit card. I don't know. It's it's not. But it's then not good you gotta pay yet. off your credit with your. <laughs> yeah, but I worry about it later. Um, that that's how that's how I work. So, anyways, I went to. So yeah, if you're at the Luke Bryan concert Saturday, hit me up. Uh, you know what I will buy? I'll buy two listeners a beer. And I might even lie and say I already did First it. two I'll listeners, already... they come up or what? Yeah, I'll buy the first two listeners a beer. But um, so anyways, I uh, so I was I went to Jason Aldean with my buddy. 
And I was working at a lumber yard then. So I would wake up at like 6 a.m., be miserable all day, just slugging lumber around. I got actually I got funny stories about Lumberyard that we will go into in a second here as well. Um, Is that when you stories, got the accident? No, the, yes, but these the, these stories are funny about Lumberyard, but that's all topic. We'll, we'll go into that. Remind me about Lumberyard after this, Jr. So I went to Jason Aldi, my buddies. The concert is at seven, and we would end work at like four thirty, and I'd go to the gym, and I'd be kind of a rush. So I, I, I would just power drink before we go. We get on the go. I power drink, power drink, power drink. I got fucked up. We go on the Burlington go all the way to, I think it's exhibition. Yeah, it's exhibition. And we get off. We go to the concert, have a great time. We come back and we go to this little bar. I think it's Goose or something. I don't remember what it's called. It's named after something. It's named after an animal. It's in Mimico. I remember we went to this one and we went in Mimico. I lost my friends and their family. And I guess they looked for me for like an hour and couldn't find me. Like, all right, like maybe he's gone back. I don't know where I went. I don't remember exactly. They went home, Ubered back to Milton and just left me there. I went on the go and I just slept at the go station. And I woke up at like eight and just on like a, like I was a hobo. I slept on the bench at the Burl. I think it was the Burlington go. I want to say I slept on the bench at the Burlington go outside in the dead of the summer, just like I was a homeless person. And then I woke up in the morning. I was like, whoa. Whoa, no phone service. I had to go into the McDonald's, ask one of the because I was starting. Oh, it's the Oakville Go because the McDonald's is across from the Oakville Go. So I had to go to the McDonald's, charge my phone at the McDonald's, call an Uber, and then go home. And my friends were like, dude, where the fuck were you? I was like, I woke up on a park bench at the Oakville Go station. I just, my phone was dead. I couldn't call an Uber, I guess. And I was just there. I was just existing on the bench at the Oakville Go. Out of J- after a Jason Aldean concert. It was one of the most fucked nights I've ever had in my life. And then I had to go back and just lie to my parents. Oh, I slept at uh, Ryan's yesterday. <laughs> I slept at the fucking Oakville Go like a homeless person. I could have got mugged. But yeah, I'm that's... surprised no one came and woke you up because there's no way they should have let you sleep there. I don't, dude, I'm telling you, man, I've never been that fucked up. I remember I, I went beauty mode because this is when I would wear like the high ass jorts and then like the Hawaiian shirt and just yeah. sunglasses that, I, that weren't prescriptions so I couldn't see. And I, before we went to the go, we went from Milton to Burlington. I literally drank all like half of a two six myself. Beautiful. And then we went on and we poured it. And then on the go, we were drinking the two six. I don't remember a goddamn song from that concert. I don't remember if I drank at the concert. <laughs> I don't remember anything that happened at that concert. I just remember waking up on the bench at the Oakville at the Oakville go. And then just weaseling my way into the McDonald's to call an Uber to get me back to Milton. It was one of the worst nights of my life. That's just how dumb I was when I was younger. I would just want, I would go all out. Cause this uh, was that gap year, Avery between grade 12 and McCook. Cause I obviously took a year off. Yeah. Right? Me too. To work. So all that type of stuff, but let's go into the lumber yards. This, this, this place is fucked. So this, this lumber yard I worked at, it's called Goodfellow lumber. Biggest piece of shit company I've ever worked out in my life, and I'll call it out for that. Like these people you've are criminals. Multiple companies you've worked for are pieces of shit. Do you think yeah, well, you're these, the these people are fucked? These people are. I'm not the problem. They're <laughs> like they're racist, like insanely. Okay, racist. yeah, that when I was working there. Problem. Like they would smoke inside of the lumberyard. Like they would just break every by bylaw, and they would smoke inside the lumberyard. So, anyways, there was these things called shippers and handlers. Right, I got promoted to a shipper, so I would measure the boards and stuff like this. And this company was so behind in the day, you would just mark down the footages 
and just char- like give it to the customer and they would get charged whatever was on the footage. So you could weasel your way for a customer. If you got close to the customer, you could just charge them for nothing and they would just tip you. So we used to get like money tips all the time. Like I remember when I was a shipper, I was the biggest piece of shit. I would give people like a thousand board feet and charge them for like 300. I'd be like, yeah, you owe me $400 though. So they would just give me 400 or they'd bring in beers for me and stuff like this. So this one time, the CEO wasn't there. Fuck you, Kevin. That's his name. We we went in. Uh, this customer came in, this Jamaican guy. He's calling me mom, all that type of stuff. He's He knew that I would weasel something for him. I give him two lifts, 2,000 board feet, two lifts of shit, two lifts. And I charge him for half of one. So I give him like 1,500 board feet for free. And he gave me like $800. And I don't drive the forklift, obviously. So the guy that drove the forklift was like the guy under the CEO. So he goes and picks up the order and drops in the back of his car. And he's like, Johnny, come here. He's like, that is not 500 board feet. I That is not 500 fucking board feet. He's like, what the fuck did you just do? What the fuck did you just do? And I was like, nothing. Like, that's 500. Like, I measured it. I have all the measurements here, all that type of stuff. He's like... He's like, show me your pockets right now. And I had to fucking show him the $800 cash in my fucking pocket that this guy gave me. And he was like, he was like, give me 200. And if I see you do this shit again, you are fucking done. You are fucking done. So I you called these guys a piece of shit and you're stealing from them. But the guy that took the $200 from me was even worse. He was under the CEO and he planned it with the truck drivers where he would illegally steal full lifts of wood and the truck drivers would plan it in their route to drop off a thousand board feet at this dude's house in Orangeville. They, <laughs> they would illegally go out of their route to stop it. I, we Because we had to like make sure all the lifts were there and stuff like that. And we would just mark his lift, Dan. And I'd be like, who's, who's, who's dead? Like what customers was no customer order. And then he would just load it up. Cause he had the forklift. So he had the, he could just do whatever the fuck he wanted. He probably stole millions of dollars worth of shit. I hope <laughs> he gets in trouble for this, but yeah, it, it's wild. That was a wild story, but yeah, that's the country concert in the lumber yard. That's, yeah. that's the life I lived when I was 19, 20. For episode a hundred. You guys are gonna get the longest episode in gate 14 history. And you guys, I know one person is going to love it. Thick memes. Memes is going to love the, and Marcus, episode. that Mark Marcus guy loves it okay. too. So we yeah. got a lot to go still. Sorry we're taking up your time, Jer. Hopefully you can no. stick I love this. <laughs> All right. What would you like to manifest before episode 200 rolls around? I think I think the get-together we never done, which could happen when I'm back. It's not we good. It's going to happen. I, we I, just got to call a restaurant. No, John, like call like a use... bar. Like yeah, just call like that. two tacos Let's... or call something like that or... Um, yeah, let's yeah. do let's let's and I, oh man, 200. Um, we need to fucking make money. That's what I'm gonna. I want no, I want to do this full time. Like, I, I want to be signed with a company hopefully by then. Yeah, that's a long time down the road, boy. Boys, yeah. 200. Like, yeah, well, that's not, I mean, that's it's like a, a year, year though. Half. Like, think how much how, how much we've grown already in yeah, a year. Like, be pretty, um, a big deal. A big, big, big deal. Something yeah. big happens, you know, like a like a signing or like mm-hmm. or maybe like the Blue Jays, or like yeah, a big or the Blue Jays get us involved in some of their stuff. 
Yeah. I think but we're kind of like... like the Nelk boys. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I saw that. I don't think the Blue Jays style. would do any stuff with us. What is it? So, yeah, yeah. JR, what, so what was yours exactly? What, what was yours? Mine was uh, a, a big get together that, like, we're shocked how many people show up to this fucking thing. Well, that's going to happen know? in a couple of weeks. So, <laughs> yeah, book, book it, book that, or a month, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> what's yours, Ave? I think, like, signing a deal with someone or doing stuff with the blue jays yeah i think that's I, what i'd like to do i'm gonna say mine is uh yeah i just mine would probably be doing this full time I and mean, i technically kind of already do this full time but <laughs> mine would probably having, say yeah having like a team dedicated to gate 14 yeah. is something i would want as well like we can That'd be cool like the uh fantasy footballers yeah, exactly. Like, like having yeah. like producers and having like video editors and just stuff like that, where all we have to worry about is just talking on a mic. That would be all time. Yeah. That's a good goal. Well, I think if we sure. go away from our socials, that'll be like the end of true gate 14. Because... Yeah, I, I'll, I'll never go away from the socials. I just want to make that very clear. That will never happen for me. So yeah. uh, what's the next question? All right. All time clown. Your your least favorite Toronto Blue Jay in of all time. Least favorite uh, Toronto Blue Jay? Yeah. I think it's a clear-cut answer. You can go first, JR. It's got to be that guy who we thought should have been in prison. What's his name? <laughs> I forget his name. The pitcher? Fuck the out pitcher? The pitcher, the reliever that was a psycho last year. Who looked like a psycho who was shit. Oh, fuck. Are you talking about Matt Gage? No, or not Matt Gage. Max was Castillo? The... No, no, no. Johnny, could... he won an award, I'm pretty sure, at the Gate 14 Awards. Oh, God. There's people punching their steering wheels right now. Oh I, no! What is I this? Forget, I forget name? his name, but he he threw like 95 right down the middle every pitch, and he looked like he should have. And been and pitched. yes, and he would would pray and stuff like yes, that after. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. After giving up two runs Fuck. and anything. What's his name? I forget his name, but just know it's it's that guy. That's the guy. My guy is it's clear cut. Brad Hand. Not even close. Not <laughs> even the same. It's not even. One. He's That's the worst to ever do it. Brad Hand is the worst to ever do it. The word it's not even close. He's the worst. He's the clown. Um, and for me, fuck. I was Danny Valencia the one who's the really shitty guy. No. No, the third base the third baseman? No, oh, fuck. Who's the You're other thinking guy? Thinking of JP, JP and Sevia. I fucking hate. I don't like JP and Sevia as well. So I'll go. Yeah. I'll go JP. I thought you were gonna worst. go Greg Zahn, Ave. Well, I'm sorry. That's your hero. I'm not going to talk shit. <laughs> um, fuck, I don't have a good. That. I don't have a good answer for that. I don't. I can't remember. You got to go last two years. Make it easy on yourself. Like since this pod's been, since this pod's been up, who's your least favorite Blue Jay? Um, fuck, I can go. Man, I don't like Kevin Biggio that much. I think he's. A I good thought guy. someone was going to say Kevin Biggio. Yeah, I think That's he's a good guy. I think I'd like to hang out with him. It's just like he's kind of just let me down all the time. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully Casey Lawrence. That's the guy, okay. JR. Casey, Casey Lawrence. No. Was that his name? Yes, yes. It was Casey Lawrence. Casey Lawrence. No, 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 no. no. I was going to say that. Jonathan does not... Beasley. Jonathan, Jonathan yes. Beasley. Jonathan Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That Holy sounds shit, more like Jonathan like Beasley. Jonathan, Jonathan Beasley. Beasley. Yep. That was when we were. Up big against the Red Sox. This guy's praying after giving up two in an inning. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the guy. That's the guy. Avery, what's the next one? I wasn't on the ball right there. Producer Ave not not doing his best work. Um, okay. Was there a moment you guys oh fuck it? 
Is that was there a moment you guys thought about ending the podcast? That was the first part of that. And if not, what was the moment you guys knew you'd get to a hundred plus episodes? I I guess I can answer that. I I've never had a moment I thought about ending this. I've always loved doing this. Always wanted to do this. It's always been on like an upward trajectory. We haven't really had any moments where it's like, oh fuck, what's going on here? Um, yeah, I've not had a moment with that. Um, the moments, uh, probably that I realized you make it over a hundred plus was the constant just like. I guess I want to say the first time. This is cheesy. We got noticed at a game. Do you guys remember that game? Nope. Cincinnati Reds. It was Cincinnati Reds game. It was during like May 2-4 weekend. It was a little bit after that last year. Okay. We got noticed for the first time. And then that was probably one of them. Another one was when is just getting constant DMs from people like early, like not early on, but a couple, a couple months into it being like, man, like you guys click. Like you guys, you guys get along real well. And uh, like, I like the dynamic of the podcast. There's nothing like this. It, it, I would probably say that. I would probably say that like the full uniform game after that was when I was like, this is going to be a big, th- like, this is going to be a big thing. Just yeah, seeing I, like the, the, out, the outpour of support we got from that. So that was like our is, first a thousand view video. Yeah, I agree with that. I think as much as it's nicer to say now, we would still, like we got 20 listens on the first episode with, no one listening to it at all. Mm-hmm. I think we would still be doing this for 20 people if we could, right? It's just, I, I, and one thing I've had troubles comprehending, and I was looking at the downloaded list, like how many downloads we get a week and stuff like that. I can't wrap my head around how many people listen to this. Like just us three idiots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Do you guys ever catch that? It's crazy to me. No, because yeah. I, I always think of it from a numbers standpoint as to how, what do we do to get better next time to get more? But it's never like, these are actual people who have dedicated time out of their day. Like two hours. Like they like, and we'll drop an episode at like 1130 and it'll already have like 150, 200 downloads in like 30, 40 minutes. It's, mm-hmm. it's wild to me. It really is. Cause that is something that we used to kill for, for like an entire episode. I don't think we ever really cared about clicks at all. We just want, and I think that's what makes gay 14 fun is we just tried to have fun no matter what. Yeah. It's like, we're going to do this stuff for us. We're three guys who kind of have done some sort of content before. So we kind of feel like, you know, what's going to do well. And as long as we keep doing it, the eyeballs will hopefully get there. And it was lucky that it came earlier than, than later. So we can keep doing shit like this all the time. Yeah. It's it's, and a hundred plus just seemed so far away when like the first one we did, the I remember Texas opening day right before the season, no one cared about it. Um, Yeah. It seemed a little, very far away but we've fucking done some good you know what tiktok's been doing for me lately it's it's kind of giving me like nostalgia is they've been uh although this on this day a year ago yes and i'm watching some of these videos i'm like man we we would say the exact same shit we're saying now that's one thing i what that's one thing i will say our dynamic the stuff that we say if you listen to an episode a year ago it's the same shit. We'll talk about Reese mm-hmm. McGuire jerking off in parking lots. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about Pete Walker. We don't change it. Like, that's one thing that I've been happy about. Like, the dynamic of this podcast is, is watching clips from back then to now, it's the exact same dynamic of just three idiots just talking about the team they love. So I am really happy with that. And I'm really happy with, like, obviously just the continuous. I get tons of DMs a day now from people, like, just saying, love you, man, or, 
Um, been I just started listening at spring training, or I started listening two weeks ago. You guys are the fucking best, man. I wish I found this earlier. Just the DMs like that is what keeps it going, and it makes like all the hate comments I get way worth it. Um, yeah, I'd probably say just like the outreach of people that made like just how much support we have been like sh- like people have shown us have made me realize like this thing's going to be like a, a thing going for a while. I've been fucking tattooed on me for Christ's sakes. I've got a tattooed on me too. Yeah, exactly. What's the next one, Ave? All right. We're, this is kind of similar to the other one. Where do you guys see the podcast being in five years? And do you ever think of joining a team like Sportsnet, Barstool, etc.? I kind of, I'd love to, I'd love to join a team for sure. I, it has to be the right situation. And we've had talks with this before. I know the listeners know that we've had meetings, stuff like that before. Um, JR being the business guy, he's been able to talk me off the ledge with some stuff. Cause the biggest thing that I want to make sure for the listeners is, is, um, we don't change who we are because we're with the mm-hmm. company now. I don't want to be censored. I don't want to make like the cock jokes. Like I don't, I don't want, I don't want to change the thing where we are, have like a team behind us where our listeners are like, this isn't Johnny that tweeted this. Like there's no fucking spelling mistakes. <laughs> this is, this isn't Avery saying, Johnny, did you play music? Like, is this you? Like you playing music right now on stream? I, I, that's my biggest fear. And that's why I think it's good to have these two guys with me. And like, obviously have each other is being able to have the discussions like the hard discussions like are we willing to change who we are or is this a situation where it's going to change the the podcast or is it going to change the type of people we are just change the type of content and uh, make our listeners mad so i'd probably say it ha- i hope five years down the road we're in a right situation where we can kind of look back on this and be like fuck man we did it you know like I'm still kind of saying that right now, just based off of the growth that this podcast had has been crazy. But I want to look back at it five years down the road and just be like, fuck, man, what a ride this like like five year anniversary has been. That's that's where I want to be. I don't I don't know where it's at. I don't know what it is, but I want to look back five years on the road and be like, we never switched up the type of fucking content we did. We stayed true. We didn't fucking like uh, change on people and stuff like that. That's probably where I want to be. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I, I just want to look back five years and like not have any regrets with the content or things we did business wise. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I don't think we'll do that. It's as long as we can create content around the Toronto blue Jays and me and Johnny are still like doing videos together. I don't think it'll change whatever we do in five years, man. Uh, hope we've made a decent amount of money. We're having a nice spot in Toronto. The streams are way more professional. I don't. I don't know if people want the more professional though. Sorry, like we're together at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, hey, you can you can hang out with the boys all the time. Still, just like content every day. I want to be doing that. And and we look back, it's like, man, we've grinded for five fucking years on this. Like that's why we're at where we're at. So I, I'm excited for that. What about you, Jr.? Yeah, I would say five years. You'd hope that we're be thirty eventually. in five years, man. I'll be 31, bro. Yeah, that's a fucking long time, man. That's a long time. I don't even know, man. Like, that's a long I can't think about what I'm going to do tomorrow. You know, it get to a point where it's just like, you know, you're you're top five baseball pod, you know, not just just competing against Blue Jays pod. It it goes beyond that, and it's like competing against baseball pod. The day we get number one for podcasts, there's got to be a. We're blackout. close, man. We right. were at you three today. Out. We, we were, were at three today. today. Yeah, we were at three today. When we go to one, wow. I want us to be like every Gate 14 episode goes number one, 
and we go pop bottles at a bar somewhere. Yeah, yeah. The, we go, I will say this: we the go to the that, The day that we're one bottles. on the charts, we will be getting after it that night. <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking fly back. To after <laughs> that will be electric. We're close, man. We're fucking. We're we're right fucking there. We really mm-hmm. are. What's the next question, Abe? Would you trade Gate fourteen for a certain number of Blue Jays World Series? Whoa. Whoa. And if so, like how many World Series would you trade? Three. Three. It have to be three. Because mm-hmm. one is not going to do it. Because one yeah. makes me more makes me want another one more. When you've had two, it's like, all right, this is nice. Let's let's go into a dynasty. Let's have three. Three is the perfect amount. I but then we do you not love, being, do you not like being able to cover that though and, and enjoy it on camera is the tough part. Do you love doing this more than you love the Toronto Blue Jays? I can say that. I do love doing this more than I love the Toronto Blue Jays. I think it, I'm in the same boat. It's like I'd I wouldn't give this up, man. This shit rocks. Yeah, that's that's a fucking bullshit question, Abe. You asked I didn't even ask the question, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, I no, no, no. It's, I, it's, I, it's, uh, I, I love this it. shit, man. Being able to talk to the people. Like, I, I'll go out. Like, I'm helping out with OBJ. And Moro will come in from the third base dugout every time. She's like, is that the gate 14 guy in their dugout? I think that shit's funny. It's, it's it'll cool. never not be cool, bro. It really won't. Like, it will never not be cool. And I, like, I, I. I I talk to some people and they'll come to Jays games with me and they'll be like, Johnny, man, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's what Alto was like the first time I went to Jays game. Like, a lot of people, 40 like plus probably. Like, he was, he's like, Johnny, man, what the hell? And we were walking to his condo and some kids stopped me for a picture. And Alto was like, I can't believe this. And it's <laughs> like, we've become, we've become kind of numb to it, but it's so cool yeah. just to be able to talk to the common man. And I didn't tell this funny story. Me and my buddy Curtis were walking back to Alto's apartment. And I was re-watching my post-game reaction. And this old man in front of me is like, don't ruin it for me. <laughs> How cool is that? And you wanted I, to stop doing those too. You're just like, ah, kind of hate it. And he's like, oh, people are Yeah, you're like, it. it's not getting the views anymore. Johnny's a love-hate with TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, the, it's awesome. Okay, the next, next one. one. Do your families listen to the pod at all? What <laughs> has been like explaining the rise of Gate 14 to close friends and family? I'll start with this one. <laughs> I got home two weeks ago from the beer store and it was fucked up Friday. And <laughs> my my old man goes, <laughs> You like he goes, You excited for fucked up Friday? No. It's <laughs> like, so, yeah, dad, I am. I actually am. I was like, what how the fuck do you know that? So like me trying to explain to him at the start of the season what we were doing, like while we were streaming the game, he was like, so you have the game on TV. And then I think he tuned, he's kind of tuned in a little bit recently. (laughs) He said, so my cousins, my, my, like one of my younger cousins does audio. Like he went to school for TV stuff. Mm -hmm. And apparently my uncle, my aunt and my cousins listened to the podcast where the first thing I explained was me shitting my pants. And I was just like, uh, that's, it's that's a, a it's hard to ex- explain it to our parents, and I hate it, when my dad like explains it to other people. It's, he's just like, "Yeah, it's a podcast that does well." It's like, whatever in Canada. It's like, just dad, don't. Yeah, I, I can't like. I that actually, me, I, I, I catch myself. Yeah. I get mad at my mom sometimes. Obviously, she's proud of me of it and stuff like that. But 
she'll be like, oh, like he does like one of the biggest pod, like Blue Jays podcasts and can't. I'm like, just stop. Like, this is just impossible to explain to someone that just yeah. doesn't understand it. I, I think, yeah, my mom definitely listens. She's like, oh, I'm finding out new things about you and all type of stuff, like on the podcast. <laughs> but uh, my, uh, my mom is on Twitter a lot. Like she won't tweet, but she always sees stuff. And she'll ask me some random shit. Remember you're giving away a ton of tickets one day? Yeah. She, I come downstairs to eat dinner, and she's like, did Johnny give away tickets today? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and apparently, because it's now like the for you and following, you're, it's just all over her feet as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of fun. My parents are pretty fun. Yeah, that's – and I, I another thing – I guess thing. your brothers, Jared, definitely explain what goes he, on he, to your – Yeah, my bro- Chris will listen to most pods probably. Kyle and his boys love the brand. <laughs> like Kyle is so against us uh, selling it. He's like, don't ever sell to like, <laughs> and, like don't sell your soul. Like, cause they love it. Like they love it. And his buddies love it. And like, they were the ones who went to Fedway and like, were pumped to do gate 14 there. And they <laughs> saw people who knew gate 14 at Fenway. How crazy is that? Yeah. It's just, it'll never not be like, weird. That's, man. that's wild. It'll and, never, like, it'll never not be weird. The I know fact that... though, the fact though, that it's like past Toronto, I think has got to be the craziest part. It's like, yeah. When we go even like all the away games, there's always St. Like, Louis was kind of crazy. Cause we finally got some like middle of Canada people. And that was kind of cool that was too. crazy. Yeah, game yeah. two, game three was insane. The big test would be if there would be L.A. That would be wild. I think that would I be think crazy. wherever the Jays are playing, we're gonna get yeah, recognized. I, I um, it's all always only by Jays fans. Yeah. But my yeah, parents yeah, would... have my parents have watched. I think one episode. I think they were just like whenever it randomly pops up on YouTube on a Saturday morning, they'll just watch it and they'll be like, "Oh, you your podcast," but they're they're big fans of it. Uh, but yeah, it, it is it is a weird thing to explain like to my like my parents like like I'll do streams and like people will pay to watch me watch the games like the <laughs> fucked up Friday streams do well obviously like they get fifteen hundred views or whatever sixteen hundred views and like I'm explaining that to my mom like sixteen hundred people are watching me and Avery watch a game like it's it's impossible to explain to people yeah. it really is. All right. Maybe I should maybe I should join tomorrow's fucked up Friday. Oh, maybe oh, I should make a promise get... you can't keep Jeremy. Yeah, we'll I see. got pints in the fridge, boys. I got pints ice cold in the fridge. <laughs> All right. Um, what players made you guys fall in love with baseball? I mean, it's an easy one for me. Same. I think we have the same one. Set three, two, one. Roy Hawk. Holiday. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if mine was Roy Holiday. That's a tough one. That's a fucking tough one. So I loved Kershaw too. Like I was a yeah, was a left-handed pitcher. I was always. I wouldn't say mine was a pitcher because I didn't really grow up as a pitcher. Um, for some reason, Mike Trout comes to mind. What? I mean, I was. I'm trying to think. All right, we'll go. Jer fell in love with baseball at 15 with Mike (laughs) Trout. Like, there's not someone, like, as a kid that I was, like, obsessed with. I will say that. I was never really obsessed with anyone either. Like, I wasn't really. I just loved turning on the game and Doc was pitching. I was more of a team guy. Yeah, this this shit rocks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he was good. Watching Dr. Ernest tweet made me fall in love with the Blue Jays. (laughs) All right. Uh, best bar in Waterloo. 
Best bar. This isn't Holy even up for discussion. Rob. Dallas. <laughs> I've never been to Dallas. I've not even, Dallas. not even, or Filthy Phil's maybe. I I don't even think we've been, have you been there, Eve? I haven't no. been there either. I've been there, like, like, you guys aren't vets like me though, right? Like that's we, what I'm no, saying. You, you I don't, don't get it. No. Waterloo is not really vets. Right? Yeah. We went out to this. I mean, we did have a story, but that was a story and a half. Out this is Jerry. Oh, my God. This we is can't awful. say that story on this pod, but oh, we should just say know there is. There's two stories of us going out in Waterloo that are off. One of them is Jer just getting fucking wasted and kicked out of the bar. Just yakking everywhere. That was awesome. But then there's an all-time story that we can tell in probably a year. Oh, my God. I actually forgot about. Oh, my God. That was, like, the first time I've ever gotten kicked out of a bar. That was awesome. <laughs> when I was like, fuck you to the security guy. Yeah, you were so like, fucked up. That was crazy. And you're like, what the fuck's he doing? And yeah. I just got tossed. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, we went to, like, the Dranger, like, Pub on King. Like, yeah. Pub on King actually might be one. That might be it, yeah. actually. Yeah, that's a good bar. Um. All right. There's a uh, top three movies. Top three. What the I got some possible. This is. I'm this not is answering that. Wild, That's impossible. I mean, I'll go Blindside. What the fuck? That's a great movie, Jerry. <laughs> Tropic you. Thunder is my favorite movie of all time. Blind of course, Thunder. it is. Man, that's <laughs> top three movies is is always something. Jerry's just, just gonna like pick so all hard. like the Air Bud series. That's what he like. All right, <laughs> I'm not, I I can't answer that question for <laughs> who the is people. your favorite baseball team that is not the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, jeez. Atlanta Braves. Does that have to be in the MLB? What? Jared likes uh, whatever team Trevor Bauer's playing for. <laughs> I was going to go college baseball team just so okay. I don't pick an MLB. Mine is the, mine's the Atlanta Braves, and it's not close. Right for now, fun for of, me, I don't have a second team. I hate when people have for, two teams. I think I'm going to go Cleveland, to be honest. Like, I, I don't know. I always had a soft spot for that team. Like, they've always been sort of the underdog in a sense. Like yeah. I was cheering for them when they were in the when they were playing the Cubs. To be honest, like I, I like I really. like the Do- I like the Dodgers mm-hmm. a lot. Growing Dodgers, up. what the fuck? Abe? Um, like Adrian Gonzalez, um, like Rafael for call, James Loney, Andre Ethier. Those yeah, that was, that was a special I liked, team. Uh, growing up with them, but team this year I like watching a lot is the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh yeah, that's a they good play. One, a fun. Fun style of baseball. That's yeah, a good they're kind of like so shit that when they're good, you kind of, you kind of feel for them and you you cheer for them, you know. Yeah. Oakland and, uh, too is another one. Like when Oakland was good, yeah, it was kind of like like it was kind of the cool team to cheer for. If you had to choose one Blue, Blue Jay to DJ your birthday party, who are you having DJ? I mean, I'd probably do Matt Chapman just because he's cool. I think Kevin Biggio would be the perfect mix for, for sure. Me. For sure. Yep, it'd have to be it. Yeah, all right, and that's all we got. There's some other ones in here. It's more like baseball stuff. For episode 100, I wanted to just do kind of some stuff about us, getting to know the boys a little more. As yeah, through 100 episodes. So I want to say personally, thank you, everyone, to listen. Um, helps us keep going when we see all the people who listen and all the people who mm-hmm. reach out. Been a lot of fun. Met a lot of cool people. Done a lot of dumb shit. But I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Same thing. I'll, I'll make a video tomorrow on the Gate Fourteen podcast about it. But obviously, really, really appreciative of uh the listeners, uh the commenters, the down, like everything that just it's just it's unbelievable the amount of inside jokes we have with our listeners. Like that tweet I did where I roasted Avery 
about the strike zone um and him like the the iconic battle first of all fuck you I, my problem wasn't throwing strikes and then the, the person that responded with me in the corona lounge it's like just the little shit like that that we just have our followers just inside jokes with us will never not get never not be the best thing ever so um love you guys obviously man i'll never not be i'll never not be appreciative of this i try to answer every dm i get except when people like ask me for like game used glasses and fucking shit like that but people ask yeah i got a dm (laughs) (laughs) um that's really funny actually yeah love you guys man i really do it's uh it's yeah i like I said, man, two to three months ago, I was in a really bad place. And uh, yeah, this podcast helped me get through it, man. So uh, the list, it wouldn't be possible to listeners, the people that DM me, all that type of stuff. So uh, gate 14 for fucking ever, bro. Seriously, what a fucking pod. What a business. What a grind. JR, any last words for the, for the boys, for the people? Fire me up, fellas. <laughs>